You are now listening to Between Us Girls, the podcast, where we discuss life's fuckeries and then some over wine. Sharonda and this is Between Us Girls and if you stumbled upon our show by mistake we appreciate you staying tuned in you can always listen to us on Stitcher SoundCloud Google Play and iTunes why and do you always gotta stumble huh? can't just be a fan like man I can't wait to listen because if you're a fan already then you won't need to know how to find us how to find- <laughs> why you only let's acknowledge the fans not the stumblers all the time Oh, okay. People who are always listening, <laughs> I just want to say thank you. And since you're always listening, you should really always also be a Patreon supporter. There you go. So, <laughs> you need to go to patreon.com backslash between us girls and become a patron. If you don't know how to do that, just go to the website. <laughs> And just really just read all the instructions and it'll tell you. And Just hit the support button on right, the website. Just hit the support button on our website on the About the Show page. And then it's going to take you to Patreon. And you're just all the inner workings of the World Wide Web. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. God. So. <laughs> I know. What the fuck was that? I'm so nervous right I now. Mean, I don't even why? know where to go. I don't even know what's happening. Oh my God, what is this show going to be like? Right. Okay. I'm scared. So today we have a fan of the week called Chanel Williams. <laughs> called Chanel Williams. Called Chanel Williams. Called Chanel Williams. She's a friend of ours. Hey, um, boo. We've known her a long while and she left us some comments on SoundCloud. So thank you so much, Chanel. We appreciate she you. listens all the she tells me that she listens. She's like, I listen to y'all. I listen to y'all in the morning. I just wish I would start cushioning so fucking much. Really, Chanel? Really, Chanel. Really. <laughs> it's okay. Because I have my kids. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I can't listen to the show with my kids either because Michaela will be like, turn that off. Turn that off. <laughs> Sharana specifically, when you start talking, she's like, oh, don't say that bad word. I'm sorry. Yeah. But Michaela, this show's not for you, honey. I know, it's not. But I'm going to send you some Doc McStuffins your way. Girl, Terrence was so <laughs> uncomfortable one day listening. He was like, that is not something that you need to be sharing with your kids. And I was like, well, I'm not. This is by accident. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> you smart damn dummy. <laughs> That's what I call my head. You smart ass dummy, shut up. <laughs> Sharonda, you're a sweetheart. So, sweetheart, tell us what we're sipping on. So, Okay. This is like one of my favorite brands. I've never had this actual mix before, but this is Estancia. And it's called a Meritage. And it's actually a mix between a Cab, a Merlet, and a Petit Verdot. And 69% Cab, 21% Merlot, and 10% Petit. Okay, so. Oh, I'm getting to it. (laughs) The vintage is 2013. And Sharonda today. For the fucking win <laughs> at 14.5% volume. That's our highest one. <laughs> some fucking alcoholics. Oh my, I can't believe y'all right now. I know. No, no, I think, I think what it is is that we feel like if we're going to be sitting here drinking and we're not at home, like where we can relax or whatever, 
it needs to be like all the way like a high content fuck yes fuck yeah if the next time we buy a wine anybody who brings something underneath 12 percent you getting kicked the fuck up. out of here is what's gonna happen i'm just you got to go and even i will though say I that our um <clears throat> aerator could have possibly come in handy for this one today considering the fact that this is three red grapes mixed together i mean that's just my personal i actually opinion. like it just off top like yeah i that's mean it's okay you the one that forgot the it's fucking okay aerator. but i mean i feel like it'd be so much better you because know because had it been you or i that forgot the aerator it'd be like yeah but it wasn't aerated yeah but it wasn't aerated so i mean i really can't give it a score because it wasn't properly it wasn't aerated. properly aerated and my so. pinky didn't stick out <laughs> okay um we have a guest Erin Whitehead, she is the host of the Brawless podcast. She's a mom, wife, writer, vocalist, and self-proclaimed smart ass with a foul mouth. So she'll fit right in with Oh, I love her already. Hi. (laughs) Welcome. She's going to join us to discuss feminism versus femininity. And does femininity get in the way of being a feminist. Oh my God, I feel like I'm going to be tongue twisted already. I See? need a chart, please. <laughs> so, Erin, say hello. Hey, how are you guys? Hi. Just wonderful. Just peachy. We're just here. <laughs> just enjoying this red wine. I'm with your wine. I'm to drink that tonight. Well, you can pretend you're drinking this red wine with us. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's not fun. <laughs> I mean, that. Well, okay, so to start, we're going to do a little bit of a short interview just so our fans can get to know you a little bit. Okay, let's go. Okay, so question number one. This fool, <laughs> Chuck Woolery looking ass. I really think I miss my calling as a game show host. I do too. I'm like going to start did. submitting you. Let's do a tape. Okay. Yeah, or whatever they do now. Okay, so tell our audience a bit about yourself and what your podcast is about. Uh, well, I'm a mom of two girls. I have a 16-year-old and a 5-year-old, and I have been doing digital marketing for years and years, and I'm a performer at heart, a vocalist and a writer and I just love the creative outlets and I found podcasting and I fell in love with the medium so I decided to start my own podcast and it's the Brawless podcast so it's a comedy podcast it's also rated E for explicit so you cannot listen to that with your kids in the car either but uh, we just get together and have amazing conversations with a ton of different people and we kick back, relax, take the bra off and have great conversations, so that's what I do. So, every time you have an interview, are you wearing your bra right now? No. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Okay. No, I'm in my own home. If I wear a bra for, like, more than 10 minutes in my own home, my husband's, like, checking my temperature, trying to see if something's okay, because something's going down if I'm wearing a bra in my own house. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Do you consider yourself a feminist? I don't use the word, but I think it's just because there's so much negativity with that word, you know? Yeah. No, but I think I probably am a feminist, but I just don't use that term to describe myself, if that makes sense. Okay. Today, in our Facebook 
group, a question was posed. I don't know why it says a question was posed. Danielle totally asked the question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A question totally was posed um, about whether or not the feminist movement included black women. Uh, right. Do you think, as a not necessarily self-proclaimed white feminist, because you just said that you're not, do you think that's the case? Do you think that black women are included in feminism? Well, when when I looked at that question, at first I thought, uh, well, yeah, sure. And then I shut my mouth and I listened and I read for a little while, which is, you know, what all of us should be doing on social, right? Listening to each other. And I realized that a lot of black women do not feel like it includes them. And it was very interesting for me to, to hear that and to listen to that. And I can see 100% where they're coming from. It makes me sad to think that that's not the case because damn it women we have to stick together no matter what <laughs> you know we just have to stick together and it pisses me off that that there's that divide there well we're gonna get into that yeah but please yes. first we need to talk a little bit about whether or not being feminine or being in your femininity gets in the way of feminism. Danielle, you you look like you can't speak. (laughs) Well, I was just thinking that we probably just need to like define all the stuff before we get into, because I mean, okay. So define what feminism means to you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, what feminism (laughs) means to me. I mean, to me, it's like every, it means equality. That's what I basically get out of it. It's like everybody wants to be, I don't want to say the same because I don't think that we're all the same, but I think that everybody should have the same opportunities. You know, like if if me and a guy are up for a job and I'm automatically disqualified simply because I'm a woman, I have a problem with that. Like I should be considered if I have the qualifications for that same job. Like, that's what I think about when I think about feminism. Okay. Just advocating for women's rights. All right, so what does it mean to you to be feminine? To me, I I feel most feminine when I have on... Mammy pants? Mammy pants. No, when I have on (laughs) sexy underwear. Like, when I have... Actually, when my panties and bra (laughs) match. Like, really? let's go there. I, knew say that. I, was, I literally was waiting on you to say yeah, that. Yeah, like, when they match. Like, that's when I feel most feminine, to be honest. But um, I think that to be feminine means to be nurturing, to be caring, um, loving. I'm probably not that, but... <laughs> hmm. I, I mean, I don't know where you would get that from, but... But that's what I think of when I think of being feminine. So, yeah. Um, I mean, y'all can chime in. No, I mean, I agree (laughs) um, about your definition of feminism. Um, I guess it's just the old school definition of it would just be like, you know, the belief that men and women should have equal rights and opportunities, and that just runs the gamut. Political, economic, everything. Equality, right? Right. So, I guess I feel like your femininity couldn't get in the way of that because if you're resting in your um, feminine, 
which is not being masculine, you're not going to be worried about whether or not, you know, you can get to the top of your field. You're just going to be in a space of letting someone do for you or give to you. So I guess that's where the question lies. And so how is it that you can be feminine at the same time and really trying to further along women's rights? Do women need to, to have those rights and be feminine? You don't have to do both at the same time. Because, I mean, if you think... I was reading something today that was talking about... Uh, it was an article actually on womanism, which is like the black women's uh, feminist movement. Mm-hmm. But she was talking about kind of where she learned about feminism, which was like in the 90s, like Melissa Etheridge and like the indigo girls and like mm-hmm. i'm sorry but they weren't super feminine no but they were feminists you know what i mean like they're butch yeah you don't like because you can be <laughs> the most you can you can be the most masculine lesbian you can be but you can be a feminist but you can be in your femininity and not be a feminist you know yeah but who defines what being feminine actually is like i don't i don't get it like well, I think you have to define it for yourself. Yeah. I mean, well, there's a collective thinking, but actual femininity is how you feel about yourself, in my mind, anyway. How That's do you feel the most feminine, Sharonda? Is it in your checkered pants? or? <laughs> hey, um, four out of five of these people in this room got me <laughs> fucked up right now. Okay. Four out of five. Um... Shit, when I wash my hair, I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really? chance to do it. Well, because I don't get, I wear my hair up all the time. So when I'm able to like wear it down and wash it and it's like actually clean and smells good and there's not like food and stuff in it, yeah, it's great. And having long hair is a traditionally feminine. Um, oh, no, bitch, if it was short, I fuck long hair. No, just, you know, but she's just saying whatever. that, yeah. So don't try to just be right, nigga. I'm not trying to, I'm sorry, black woman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just saying. No, I, I got you. Got what I'm I know what you mean. I'm okay, so Aaron, yeah. what do you have to say about you know femininity versus feminism? Right. So I think it all comes down to your definition of being feminine. So for me, like when I feel beautiful, is different than when I feel feminine. Mm. So for me, I think it's changed over the years, and especially as I watch my daughters grow. Feminine, to me, is more of just being a kick-ass, empowered person. And maybe that's just, you know, I don't know what that is, but I think that a lot of women associate femininity with being beautiful or feeling beautiful inside or outside. For me, I don't view it that way. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's probably the way. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I think if you're, if, I think it all depends on your view of femininity, whether or not you think that interferes with being a feminist or not. So for me, if my idea of being feminine is being kick-ass and empowered and supporting other women, then that goes along with feminism. Right. That's what I was about to say. Right. That's like the traditional uh, view of, you know, feminism is we're all feminine and I am woman. Hear me roar. We're going to lock arms and burn our bras out here and tell you guys, fuck you. I'm not cooking your meatloaf tonight, (laughs) but well, I mean, (laughs) 
<laughs> but I was going to say, like, okay, so for what I was looking at, and let's talk a little bit about the the difference between, you know, black feminists and white feminists. They were saying that traditionally white feminism didn't encompass black women. So they started this womanist movement because it was like they didn't really feel like they fit in. And this is what Tori was talking about also. Mm-hmm. So, but they didn't feel like they fit with necessarily with black men's um, initiative or the traditionally white feminist movement. And I guess they were saying that some of those women um, were actually racist, the ones who first kind of started it, especially in the women's suffrage times. They thought Mm -hmm. that black women should be sterilized. So do you think that maybe that's why we don't feel like it's about us too? Well, I think it's probably... Now, look, I'm speaking as a white woman who's probably going to say something fucking stupid here in a second. So (laughs) pardon me, right? But look, that's the only way that we can all have conversations about race and equality is if we are willing to say stupid shit and listen to each other and correct each other and learn from one another. So, but I have a feeling like I know... Black women or black men or any group of people who has been marginalized, we we like to think that we've changed so much, but I think that whether it's feminism or in the workplace or whatever it is, doesn't it just still feel like we're not all, all there? So why wouldn't it be a part of the feminist movement as well? I I'm, Am I making any sense at all? So if racism exists everywhere else, it would obviously exist in the feminist movement as well, I would think, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that in terms of like whether it being for black women or not, um, it's very difficult to pinpoint every nationality's issues under one umbrella and actually move towards correcting it in every arena that's a lot it's a lot you know because um i mean like i think somebody mentioned today on our page about how um you know black women couldn't wear their hair a certain a certain way in the workplace and that's not included within the feminist movement Mm. you know tori yeah so it's not we we are not the only people that wear their hair differently right you know, so, I mean, some people want to have pink hair or green hair or whatever like that. When I went to Denver, I saw the most, and this is on white women. Girl. Turquoise. Gray. Yeah. Pink. You know, so it's, so to me, I I think for general, for general purposes, feminism covers women's needs. It doesn't necessarily break down into individual groups. Mm-hmm. But it does generally cover, like, I want all of my women to be be able to have the choice all of to your be, women? yes, all of my women, they all belong, of my bitches. They belong to you. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say where my bitches is at. Okay. That's exactly <laughs> I what I want all like. my bitches to be able to so be successful. <laughs> you know, like, at least have the choice because that's what it is. It's about choice. It's about mm-hmm. having that freedom to say, you know what, I want to go to work or no, I want to stay home. Or I want to travel abroad, or whatever it is that mm-hmm. you want to do. It's about having that choice to be able to do so, and 
as long as feminism is moving towards that, then it's it does affect us all. Now, when you get to individual pockets, it's like uh, like that. I mean, but there, like you could you could break down feminism uh, coverage amongst just white women. Does it cover people who do this and this and that? You know what I mean? Just yeah. like you said. I mean, it's so all encompassing. Right. It's almost impossible. But I never even thought about it in the way that, like, you asked the question. Like, I guess because I always feel like an individual first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like a woman. And then I feel black. I feel like I, I could be, I could wake up one day and be motherfucking pink. You know what I mean? <laughs> it like, doesn't I, matter. Because I'm, I'm me first. Right. Because right. I'm me first. So when I think about feminism, I'm like, well, I don't care if they cover me or not because I got me. Right. You know, yeah. like I never feel like I have to wait. It's like the Texans it's always waiting for somebody to lose or do something for you to get to the playoffs and shit. No, that's not make like, it happen. That's <laughs> that, yeah. I just go fucking do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just go do it. I don't wait for other groups to say, hey, Michelle, we're going to go do this. Do you want to join our team? No. no, bitch, I'm already like, going. Hope. I'm I'm already there, okay? Right. <laughs> I'll see y'all when you get here. Or like no. I don't But I think that guys get kind of confused when they see women that, you know, spit out all of this stuff about, you know, women's rights and whatnot, and then they see them being ultra feminine. Because it's like, what is it that you really want? Do you, because they don't, because men, first of all, they feel like, they feel threatened by, I'll say some men, because some men are feminists, right? Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> but they feel threatened by, you know, women stepping up and like, they're not going to be needed anymore. Well. So, so then if you're feminine and you, and you're saying you need me, right? Because. You're a witch. <laughs> You say you need me, but then you want to have rights, bitch. What you want? Right. Like, no. So you got this magic ass, but then you also want to go to work, bitch. What? No. What? No. But I was going to say, though, that the feminist movement is uh, looked at as uh, traditionally separatist. Mm -hmm. And what I read about the womanist movement was that they aren't separatists, they still want to uplift black men while looking for their own rights, which. Like I said earlier. Okay, y'all doing too fucking much now. <laughs> That's just too fucking just much. Just focus on one thing. Right. Bitch, pick right. one like, and like shut the fuck up. You, yeah. You. Because here. like I always say, I mean, like I said today, it, it seems like they're going to do them. And so fucking so we do need you. to do us just like saying, oh, well, white women aren't worried about us. Okay, that's fine. You worry, you worry about, about you. you. Find you a fucking lane and, and proceed. Right, like lock arms. Put on Kumbaya, your mammy pants or whatever. Let your you underarm wear. hair grow, whatever the right. fuck it is you do, bitch, and shut just up. Just sit in a line on the <laughs> national mall <laughs> and just have like a twist out line. Yeah. You know whatever. What I mean? Like whatever. Just everybody <laughs> just whatever. Just in line. Just whatever. Fuck it. Why did you why did you <laughs> say like brush your underarm hair and I just put your <laughs> braids? Like <laughs> No, not brushing. I said, let that shit grow. Oh, I was like, you know, because 
I, don't I know. just picture like braids under your arm. Because <laughs> it's your fucking choice. If you want to shave, you shave. If you don't, fuck it. Don't shave. Who but that could, that could also oh, mean, yeah. even if a woman doesn't shave her armpits, like that could be what's feminine to her. That's, she could yeah. be like, I feel no, absolutely. the most feminine when I'm in my Adam and Eve. And, and I, I let my I beard grow. Just <laughs> wearing the largest pubic hair I could think of. And when my mustache oh my God, is <laughs> when my mustache is fullest, I feel the most feminine I, I and vulnerable. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Erin, are you sad that you came on here with us? I'm sorry. No, I'm here. I'm listening. The only thing I was going to say was I think that part of it too is just that I will tell you, until a friend of mine told me about not getting a job because she wanted to wear her hair natural, I had no idea about that. And of course, now it infuriates me, but as someone who has never experienced that, why would I know about that? Like, I had no clue that that was even a thing. So I think having these discussions helps women say, oh, wait, this is an issue for another woman, and it's not right. Like, we're not talking to men about how their hair looks in the workplace if it's natural. That's all. That shit always comes down to women, whether it's how we wear our hair or how we dress. Right. We're not doing the same thing to men. But I just didn't know that as a white woman because it wasn't an issue for me. And, and the other thing that I was going to say is I think that I'm a big, I'm a big supporter of women need to stop being bitches to each other hmm. and let's support each other. hundred percent. I agree. Bitches. And, and build each other up because we don't have to claw our way to the top for all of us to have, you know, a place or for all of us to be successful. And I think hopefully that's changing for women, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, there's room for everybody. The universe only knows abundance. Fucking Buddha. Can we get that on a t-shirt? That, we are working on a t-shirt. But did you coin that, Daniel? I need to go ahead and trademark it. Did you make? Did you create it? Um, no, that bitch read that somewhere. I was about to say, did you read it somewhere? I think I read parts of it and I put it together. So it's mine. Of course. Okay. You Play know that it. bitch gonna find a way to twist that shit and make it hers. Just nod your head and smile and keep moving. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, Aaron, I mean, even though you haven't experienced anything like um, being discriminated against because of your hair, have you experienced any discrimination like as a, a woman? I don't know that I would call it discrimination as much as I would just call it misogyny. Mm-hmm. You know? So just that kind of uh, deep-seated, like, I'm going to call you honey, even though we're in a professional work environment. Oh. Dick or, on the table. You know, that, I fucking hate that. The fuck? Yeah. And it drives <laughs> no, me, I know. Yeah. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Like, you would you don't call the men in this boardroom sweetie pie, mm-hmm. and so you don't need to marginalize me by by saying that to me. I bring just as much to the table as the men in this room do, and so that kind of stuff drives me absolutely crazy. I also, you know, ha- have a pretty awesome situation. I work with mostly women. I 
work from home and I have my own hours and I make my own rules. So it's a little different for me, I think. But I see friends of mine who battle it all the time, being, you know, marginalized or discriminated against because they're women. But I also live in the really deep south. So that kind of, you were saying before that, you know, even with like white women, feminism probably means something different for women who live in Southern California and for women who live in the middle of Alabama. Right? Hell yeah. Yeah. And what I read earlier, I hate to keep talking about what I read and I keep talking about this womanist thing, but it was so interesting to me because they were trying to liken it to basically what we saw in the help. And they were like, even though we're not there anymore, we can't be a one group because, you know, black women used to work for white women. But I feel like there's a division there and not necessarily that it needs to be. I think if we just you know, try to, like you said, see the other side, we could make it one group. So, you know... Yeah, but I think everybody then has to listen and talk to one another. And I know for me, as a white woman, I didn't understand that. And I was comfortable in my little privileged bubble. And I, I have friends now who get mad when I use that word, but that's the reality. I, there are things that I do not have experiences in my life because of the color of my skin. And until I recognized that, I was not open enough to be able to listen and hear my black friends say these things and really try to see what they were going through. And so I think that, you know, we can all kind of come together, but it takes that kind of awareness and listening for it to happen. What are you going to say, Danielle? Well, I was just going to say that when I was thinking about, you know, this whole feminist movement and I was thinking the re- why the reason why that there's one to begin with. And it was like, is there a need for a masculine movement? Why would they need? But then somebody mentioned MGOTW in our group today. And I was like, what is that? And it's men going their own way okay so (laughs) fucking ignore but why would they need a whole movement when they already every damn day is their own like everything like i was just thinking about even at, at, at work where i work the women we basically run everything but they also give us all the administrative duties on top of everything else. So it's like, run this bitch and then go file these papers and make these copies. Right, like we have a co-worker. He basically goes to receiving, picks up all of our stuff, comes back and distributes it where it needs to go. So when he's out, me, because I'm always the guy, the extra guy, I have to do do that. <laughs> and so it just, like, thinking about it, like, when I ask him to do something that he looks at as administrative, he's like, oh, uh, I, I, I can't do it. That's woman's work. The fuck you mean make and a copy, he bitch? he won't say that. But he's but implying it. it causes him so much stress and frustration to have to look at access and this online program at the same time. He's like, <laughs> I can't look at two programs and a piece of paper in front of me. Bitch, what did you think this was? You, you know, too fucking much right now, And man. he's a really nice guy. But I'm also like, you can't. I mean, we're doing the same job. We have the same title. We can do the same stuff. 
Wow. But, but you know. So a part of the about me section says that they are ejecting silly preconceptions and cultural definitions of what a man man is in quotation marks is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want you, can you send an email? Maybe we can get somebody on. Oh, my God. Because I'm just like... Men going their own way. Yes. I'm sorry. Which way is somebody trying to make you go? It's, I don't, just, don't you always I go mean, the fucking way? What, yeah. I, it's, I, I feel like men going their own way is what we're finding with rompers. The, the rompers? rompers. <laughs> that's, that's all that is. Somebody had to say And that's not you going your own way. That's just stealing our shit. Right. That's why I said every summer for the last several years, I'm like, oh, my God, can't wait to get a new robber. And I don't even want the shit. (laughs) They took it. I don't even want it. Just refusing Uh, to bow, serve, and kneel for the opportunity to be treated like a disposable utility. (sighs) They are butt hurt. They are really butt fucking her. Well, M-G-O-T-W? Yeah, M-G-T-O-W dot com. You can go Man, get the fuck way. out of here dot com. <laughs> so apparently men have issues as well. You know what that is? That's, I just want to get married so that I can have a baby. And then you can get the fuck out of my face. Feelings oh, of sensitivity. Yeah, and they look... Are, women, are there women that do that? Are there women that really yep. have that philosophy there are am i there well there are i mean i, I don't, don't imagine wanting to we talked about this once before i'm um, uh with i think our friend tiffany she didn't say she would do it but she was like why not i mean but she's very free you probably seen her do what remember we were talking about why wouldn't you just choose a man for his basically have a baby with them oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that's the kind of stuff that's making them be cast aside like a useless tool who the fuck says that but i mean to her to that point she was referring to how men choose women to have a baby with so why wouldn't a woman do the same right yeah yeah, yeah. but those are the those that's the thinking that has led us to men going their own way (laughs) because how dare you and then once we get a divorce i'm gonna have to pay for your life like that's the same you know that page who shared that thing that was like fathers something and it was like all these guys who were getting abused oh in God. child support court those are men going your own way it, yeah it really is because they're like men have contributed far greater miracles um than to be treated like this is basically what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> this shit cannot be real this is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate to just really laugh at y'all, but get the fuck out of here. Like that's what I said. That. It's basically it's what it's saying. It's like, oh my god, like. So I, I'm going to put the hashtag in. Is that a parody in. fucking page I, or what? Like that can't be for real. No. I, I feel know. like and we they need look to all see. Sad. Look, I mean, like they're just looking off to the side, like you know, like the old like that um, R and B. The R and B stare. Yeah, the R and B stare exactly. So we need to maybe we need to get a guy on from men going your own way. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, I'm sitting here saying we all need to listen to each other. So right. we need, I guess, we need to listen and hear what men who are feeling that way say. But I think, I think a lot of it's just misunderstanding. Right. When a woman says, "I want to be a strong, independent woman," that does not mean she doesn't want you, and she doesn't need you, and she doesn't want to be a partner with you. 
she's just saying we can be more equal partners in this and we don't have to you know, one of us does not have to be over the other person right but all a man can think about at that point is the fact that he will now has everyone seen pleasantville um that's oh with uh reese witherspoon yes when the mom turned into color and the dad came home and there was no dinner he went and told his friends at the bowling alley i came home with nothing to eat <laughs> like that was what he went to talk about and that is what happens to men when they think about feminism they're like i am going to starve for that <laughs> Well, you know what? I think that when we become strong, independent women, we're actually saying to men, guess what? We think y'all are awesome. We think you're capable and able to do all these things. Because you know what? You're a grown-ass man. You know how to make a grilled cheese sandwich. And if you don't, let me teach you, and let's all be independent. (laughs) I believe in you. But you, you know what? It's it's kind of strange to me that some men will not see that as an asset. Yeah. Versus. Um, right. Yeah. Like, it's just I like think, a detriment. I like, think. Wait, oh. What you think? Oh, that's Fernie. I have to say. I have so many things to say. <laughs> I think. Hi, I'm Fernie. <laughs> I think as a gay male. Okay. So I think that men are intimidated because they suddenly can't establish their worth and value based off of established currency which is men do such and such and now it's like okay that doesn't determine my worth and value anymore what does and they fundamentally have to ask themselves questions about who they are and what purpose they serve here because the traditional norms don't exist anymore women are breaking through that so now they're like oh shit we've got to like do more because this isn't this isn't just gonna be it this isn't enough and they lazy and exactly and <laughs> and it's like it, it's easy to just to say hey i'm a male provider i'm going to make babies for you for you right mm. okay and and that's it that's the easy way out like okay but how are you contributing to society how are you adding to the value of humanity besides just that because that's the natural that's the given what else do you have to offer and i think women in your way of basically taking yourselves and say, look at me, this is who I am, this is what I'm about, take it or leave it, but this is what we are. It's a slap in, male's face, in men's face saying, hey, um, that, that, that's not, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, that's not enough anymore. You, you have, there's more to yourselves than you can offer. You're too lazy to look at yourselves mm-hmm. and, and ask those questions. You want to stick to what's easy. But we're, we're, bringing, we're bringing it up a notch. So you think that... The pushback is because they think that women are going to start expecting more. Women are them. taking over like, the world. That's that's what's happening. Like, fuck you, mean? I gotta brush my motherfucking teeth. Women, you know, <laughs> women are taking over the world, and yeah. they're very uncomfortable about that because if you look at every major society, it's mostly dominated by men. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's it, women are taking over the world, and it's just women have an edge that men don't. And I think that edge is vulnerability. I think you can take your vulnerability and use it as a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. I think that's why with men, with gay men, our, you know, being feminine is very different for us. It's, a, it's the act of penetration, but not the physical act. It's the emotional one. It's the spiritual one. It's, we are allowing ourselves to be vulnerable. 
to be. I, I just, I swear, I thought you was going somewhere else with that. Yeah. I know, we were all like, Kareem, <laughs> wait. It's, it's, no, it's, it's the act and of I vulnerability. Like, let me you go know, to Pornhub from, real quick. For me, for me, yeah, <laughs> for me, femininity represents being vulnerable and taking that and using that as a source of power. It's why gay men mimic women because we are tapping into something that women already naturally have that we find power Powerful. and courage in. And, you know, I can't walk into a straight man's bathroom and not have issues sometimes because I am a feminine. Mm-hmm. I'm a feminine male. And, but for me, that's a source of power now. When I was younger, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure out who I fit in with. And women were like, look, come on, baby. We'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Men, it was a different story. <laughs> men was like, you don't fit the norm. This is what's expected. You're, you're an anomaly. You're scary. You're an anomaly. Yeah. You're scaring us. You're, you're, you're changing the lines here. You're changing our source of power, our source of control. And it, it's changed. You and now out gay men are about to rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think it's, it's the source of it's, it's vulnerability and taking that and becoming empowered by it. That's femininity, you know, and feminism is just a story. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, I can't, I can't say what that is because that I'm not a qualified to say what femi- feminism is. I really feel like gay men <laughs> are about to really be, we're going to have a president. He's going to be like, uh-uh, y'all. Girl, please. Get the fuck out of Girl, here. Girl, bye. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, I catch this shade from China, y'all. <laughs> because, I mean, if you, if we are the powerhouse, if, if a, a feminine woman is powerhouse and men kind of run shit, imagine a feminine man is going to be like, mm-hmm, I got everything right here. Guess what y'all going to do? What I said, bitch. That's gonna be worse than the Trump administration. You think so? Ignore, oh my god! All that block—they're gonna be worse? dropping on the lawn. My, my sister no. just recently had this experience where she was working for a company. It was an oil and gas company, and she's in IT. And they fired her boss and a few of their uh, people in their section. And so she was given his job mm. without the pay increase. So oh. that was like a twenty, thirty thousand dollar pay cut. And she's like, when am I going to get an increase? Because now I'm not only sustaining my boss's job, I'm covering my own position and then the position of someone else. Well, we can't do anything right now. We're just trying to survive, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. So fast forward one year, she's like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of this shit. Y'all are not appreciating who I am and what I bring to the table. So I'm out. So she left her job. She went over to a different company. So she recently came back to her old job. She walked in, and there were five people in her place. And her old coworker walked her in and said, hey, guys, I just want to tell you that this badass bitch right here, she did every one of your nasty-ass little jobs by herself. So just so you know. And so they realized as a company, they were like, well, you know, we we were paying one person. We could have given her that raise. We could have elevated her and given her the status that she deserved. We didn't. And now we're stuck with having to fulfill that spot with five other people who are doing half-ass jobs. Mm -hmm. And Mm so it made her feel so empowered. Like, I know my own value now. I don't know my own worth. I'm like, girl, I've been telling you that for a while, but I'm glad you finally see it. That's that's the thing about women, though, is that women will just go in – and take over additional roles and won't even ask for, you know, uh, more money. Yeah, they won't. Yeah. They won't do it because, because yeah. women in general, like they, we see a need and it's like, okay, well, this need has to be fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's something, something needs to be done right here. Okay, so what can we do? Because we, because we, it's all gonna affect me anyway in some kind of way, and that's just how women do. But they don't. Right. We don't actually go out and say, hey, you know, I'm doing this extra work. You know, can how can I benefit from it? Like, can you give me a raise for it? Or what? Like, 
you just don't ask for it because it's like this is something that I should be doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's part of the problem. Or women look at it like they're contributing to the whole anyway right. to get the shit exactly. done. We're natural, just multitaskers. Get the shit done, get it out the way. Next, let's move on. Right. Like that's just I think how women operate, and that's why we do. But get the but short companies they they take advantage of that. But yes. a lot of companies they they see us as you know not being able to be there if we have kids like that's a whole nother thing it's like you know if you have kids they just automatically look at you like oh okay she's gonna be out x amount of days because she has to go deal with doctor's appointments school visits Mm -hmm. whatever so you know do i want to have to deal with something like that on my team you know they whereas a man he may have a family as well but they don't look at him that same way and this is all i'll say about that i see men who don't take as many days off but also don't work nearly as hard. Yeah. And are lazy. Mm. And then also, God forgive me, slow. So it's like, you know, we're here helping you. We're doing this work for less pay. And yeah, we do have to be out because we have kids. But if we weren't here, the job wouldn't even get done. Mm. I I saw um, an article that was talking about it was like two salespeople. It was a man and a woman. In some kind of way, their email addresses got mixed up um, mm-hmm. to where the guy was getting um, the woman's emails and vice versa. So for whatever reason, it was taking the woman like three times as longer to make a sale than the man, even though she was way more qualified than he was and she had way more experience. hmm Basically, so he was getting all of her emails, and when he was responding as her, and he's like, why are they questioning me like this? Like, everything everything that she would he would tell them as her, they would ask a question after question, whereas when it's normally as him, he wouldn't get all that extra stuff. And she, when she was him, she was able to get stuff done a whole lot quicker than what she would normally get used hmm. to. And so he he began to understand why her sales would take a lot longer to book just simply based off she was she, she was a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, cause and and everybody um in the office was like kind of complaining, like, why is it taking her so long? But when she would snatch them, she they was basically like, you know, go. They wouldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, but the fact that she had to actually prove herself before anything you know, and he just like I'm. A, he show up. I'm the man. Let me tell you what we can do. You know, Run and it's like, on the table. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. Let me do this or whatever. But like, I mean, in situations like that happen like every day across the world. But you got these men getting their own way. So, I have a friend that was worked worked on Capitol Hill for many years, and she said every single time she had an interaction with somebody on Capitol Hill, the first thing they asked her was why she wasn't married. Oh my God! Like, and you don't ask men that question. They weren't asking men. Of course. And she was always having to say, "Look, I'm not your girlfriend. I'm not your wife. I'm your coworker." And it, they deal with it constantly in these male-dominated careers. It's always happening. All I can do is think about real life experiences. I'm over here like, I was handled so shabbily. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, Erin, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you? You can find me at BrawlessPodcast.com 
and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is all Braless Podcast. So pretty easy to find. Okay. Fernando, since you decided that you needed to see oh, no, an episode. Oh, no, no. Okay, great. FernandoMarone.com. <laughs> That's simple. Yeah. Okay, well, if you want to find us. Oh, wait. I almost skipped it. You almost skipped the one. I almost skipped it. <laughs> it's got so much alcohol. Just kidding. Okay, so how'd y'all like it? I really like this one. I liked it. You liked it? Like it's, it is dry, but it, I, actually, I my like mouth is a little it. dry. Mine too. Really? But I think it would be better if it was aerated. It's probably but, just a little bit of whatever you had to before. Eat also, it could have been that. Yeah. But no, um, no, it's a dry finish. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'd be, <laughs> but I think it would be less dry if it was aerated. Honestly, and I think it'd be a little sweeter. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, when somebody buys an aerator for our show, I think we should use it on our show. You know. Okay, moving on. I feel on. like Sharon has been waiting for this. Okay, moment. you waiting right. on my moment, just waiting to be like, bitch, you well, just wrong. Because I called the bitch earlier and was like, hey, did I miss you yet? Did you, you know, did you leave the house already? Uh, yeah, we're blah blah blah, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, shit, because I wanted to use the aerator. Well, you still got to get the red wine. Bitch, I know what the fuck I need to do. You need to bring the aerator. She told me this morning. Oh, shit. I forgot the aerator. Okay, so we just going to harp right here? We going to stay right here? I didn't even say say nothing. (laughs) But Four out of five of y'all. If I had said, man, I forgot the laptop, she would have been like, I'm about to rake everything off the table. So. Like yeah, this. you're so dramatic. With two arms and one. This is my real life. That I, I, I feel like you create this life. Okay, let's move on. We're not fit to, we're not fit to do this. <laughs> See how the bottom line, she forgot the aerator and it's okay. <laughs> All right, so Sharonda, what's your number? 80. Okay. It tastes like is is it blackberries in here or something? Some of the cherries or something? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I give feel, it a 20. I hear a song in my head. Oh, what's your song? Go go ahead and get Black it. Blackberry molasses. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I swear I knew it. Toronto, we're the same person. I know. Always, always. <laughs> okay. Um, you said twenty. I said twenty. Okay, twenty. <laughs> it it's kind of strong. It wasn't aerated, but it was pretty strong. <laughs> Emphasis on it was not aerated. However, oh my god, I fucking hate y'all. I'm really kidding. I'm only, I'm only doing that because it's fun. It is funny because I feel like we owe you a little bit, so it's fun. Yeah, owe me shit. We do. Um, I'm gonna give it a 22. I also think it was a 20. I like it. (laughs) How many numbers you gonna give me? No, I think Probably something I ate. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Oh my God. Yeah. If you want to find us, you can just uh, <laughs> go to our website. <laughs> Somebody tell them what the website. Uh, the website <laughs> is <laughs> www.betweenusgirlspodcast.com. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Between Us Girls. But don't keep it a secret. Listen and share with everyone you know. C.
see you next week.